Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. by the Appleseed Project. The Appleseed Project is in turn sponsored by the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association is dedicated to honoring those men and women who stood together on April 19, 1775. To remember is to honor. So we remember them that we may honor them and not forget the sacrifices that they made for us. We're glad everybody could join us again this evening. I'm still having uh, trouble finding an email program uh, that I can use to send out the show reminders. The Blog Talk radio uh, software uh, got to be became a disaster, sometimes sending seven copies of the reminder to folks. I've tried using the Appleseed uh, newsletter and uh, to uh, accept it, 
and my own mail pro- program uh, just rejected me a couple of hours ago. Uh, I guess so. I'm gonna, maybe I'll need to uh, chop up the the emails into smaller bites to send them out. I'm not sure. I'll work on getting another program for the show reminders this coming week. If anyone has any inside information on that, any uh, ideas of any type of software that can be used to send out the show reminders, I would certainly appreciate any info you can you can give me on that. <clears throat> well, we'll start out the show with the uh, upcoming shoots. As we do every week, we just had a uh, huge number of shoots that just slid by us. <laughs> and a huge number of shoots coming up. I mean, we just have an amazing uh, number of shoots coming up at uh, this next weekend, and then the whole month of September. September is a very large month for us. Uh, the October following that is a large month, and uh, it's, we're just growing and growing, more and more shoots. Of course, this is, this is nothing compared to... Uh, the next year's events. If you thought we had a lot of work to do this year, stand by for news. We have a lot of work coming up in the new year. <clears throat> I'm sure everyone knows that uh, the time to begin planning for April 19, 2010, is already past us. It's already upon us. Uh, we need to be working out our 2010 locations uh, right now, getting them set up and preparing for the promotions for them. As you know, 2000, the April 19th events every year are our great big pushes. Uh, they uh, they serve as an engine to help generate the drive to get us to uh, push for new locations, to push for more uh, attendance. Uh, they uh, they're a great event every year a great chance to remember, and by remembering to honor, those men and women who stood together on April 19th, 1775. So begin planning your 2010 events now. They need to be, uh, you need to be getting them in to the uh, events locations managers. And if you're a shoot boss or an instructor, you need to start looking at the locations that you want to attend and start plugging yourself in. If you're a member of the Alpha program, <coughs> a shooter, the same goes for you. Start looking at, uh, at the events, the locations that you would like to attend on April 19, 2010. And then, once you've decided on a, a location that you would like to attend at, start working with the... Uh, the instructors who are manning those events, start working with them to see if there's anything you can do to help uh, get the attendance up, to get the word out, anything you can help in preparing the locations, etc. This is uh, this is not just a staff event. This is something that every single person can get involved in, whether you're a member of RWBA, whether you're an instructor, uh, Instructor in training, it doesn't matter. You are still an Appleseed uh, promotions agent. 
So put April 19th, 2010 on your calendar right now, tonight. And then seek out the location you wish to attend. And get involved in helping with the promotions and uh, the running of the event. <clears throat> All right. Alamogordo, New Mexico, August 29th and 30th. Columbiana, Alabama, August 29th and 30th. Fresno, California, August 29th and 30th. Gardnerville, Nevada. August 29th and 30th, Graham, Florida, August 29th and 30th, Gunnison, Colorado, August 29th and 30th, Harvard, Massachusetts, August 29th and 30th, Miamisburg, Ohio, August 29th and 30th, Racine, Wisconsin, August 29th and 30th, Rama, Colorado, August 29th and 30th, Vail, Oregon, August 29th and 30th. That will bring us into September. First weekend in September, September 5th and 6th, is Boulder, Montana. Castle Rock, Washington, September 5th and 6th. Castro Valley, California, September 5th and 6th. Chillicothe, Illinois, September 5th through the 7th. This is one of the special three-day events that we've been telling you about. Obviously, if two days of apple seed are good... Three days are better. I can guarantee you that. If two days are good, three days are better. Chillicothe, Illinois, September 5th through the 7th. That's a three-day event there. Douglas, Wyoming, September 5th and 6th. Grand Island, Nebraska, September 5th and 6th. Manchester, Tennessee, September 5th and 6th. Ottawa, Illinois, September 5th through the 7th. Another three-day event. Pelham, New Hampshire, September 5th and 6th. Per year, Tennessee, September 5th through the 7th, another three-day event. Ramsar, North Carolina, September 5th through the 7th. This is also a three-day event. Ramsar, North Carolina, that is the home range for the Appleseed Project. Everybody, uh, everybody makes their pilgrimage at one point to the Ramsar, North Carolina range. <clears throat> it's a beautiful range. And on a three-day event, I'm almost certain at some point, someone will go down and drag out the pop-ups and hook them up, and you'll be able to shoot pop-ups on the actual distance out to 500 meters. Uh, they don't hold me to this, but uh, I've never seen it not happen. Red Bluff, California, September 5th and 6th. Winona, Minnesota, September 5th and 6th. Athens, Ohio, September 12th and 13th. Broken Arrow, Nebraska, September 12th and 13th. Buckingham County, Virginia, September 12th and 13th. Carmi, Illinois, September 12th and 13th. Now, I notice as I'm reading down uh, a lot of these names, a lot of the locations are new. We add, we're constantly adding new locations, new ranges. If you want to have an apple seed event at your location, in your city, in your town, it's very easy to do. As far as I know, we're one of the few organizations who will bring an event to you turnkey 
That means we'll come in, we'll walk in with everything, instructors, targets, porta-potties, uh, insurance. You name it, we will bring it. All you have to do is get us the location. If you have a location in mind, contact one of the staff members on the Appleseed Forum, appleseedinfo.org. On links, you'll see Forum. You can go into the Forum, or uh, there is a contact list actually on the appleseedinfo.org page. There's a contact uh, tab. You can use that to contact us. <clears throat> if you're a member of the Forum, send a PM to uh, to Nickel or Funfiller or myself. If you have a location, if you found a location with a range uh, or private land, and the range is agreeing to it, we will bring in the operation turnkey to your location. And we'll have an Appleseed event right there at your house. So if you would like for that to happen, go to appleseedinfo.org, click on contact, and send an email to us. <clears throat> All right. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, September 12th and 13th. College Station, Texas, September 12th and 13th. Davila, Texas, September 12th and 13th. El Paso Community College, El Paso, Texas, September 12th and 13th. Eureka, Kansas, September 12th and 13th. Knob Creek, Kentucky, September 12th and 13th. New Bremen, New York, September 12th and 13th. Newcastle, Wyoming, September 12th and 13th. Suamico, Wisconsin, September 12th and 13th. Wayland, Iowa, September 12th and 13th. Weatherby, Missouri, September 12th and 13th. Yanceyville, North Carolina, September 12th and 13th. Amarillo, Texas, September 19th and 20th. Boulder City, Nevada, September 19th and 20th. Corona, California, September 19th and 20th. Evansville, Indiana, September 19th and 20th. El Paso, Texas, September 19th and 20th. Gunnison, Colorado, September 19th and 20th. Lobelville, Tennessee, September 19th and 20th. Mannheim, Pennsylvania, September 19th and 20th. Kaysville, Utah, September 19th and 20th. Miamisburg, Ohio, September 19th and 20th. Ottawa, Illinois, September 19th and 20th. Oxford, Kansas, September 19th and 20th. Peru, California, September 19th and 20th. Proctor, Vermont, September 19th and 20th. Ramsur, North Carolina, September 19th and 20th. Raton, New Mexico, the NRA Whittington Center, September 19th and 20th. Saratoga Springs, New York, September 19th and 20th. Sierra Vista, Arizona, September 19th and 20th. Stinson, West Virginia, September 19th and 20th. Three Forks, Montana, Montana, September 19th and 20th. West Lebanon, New Hampshire, September 19th and 20th. Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, September 19th and 20th. Chester, New Hampshire, September 26th and 27th. Cloverdale, Indiana. Custer, South Dakota, Gibsonburg, Ohio, Harlan, Kentucky, Hubertus, Wisconsin, Kingman, Arizona, 
Lemoore, California, Mansfield, Massachusetts, Payson, Arizona, Reno, Nevada, Salisaw, Oklahoma, and Washburn, Missouri, September 26th and 27th. That takes us to the end of the month. All right. Tonight's episode is titled, United We Stand. United We Stand. With the inverse being unsaid and yet completely true, which is divided, we fall flat on our faces and get stomped into the dirt. Flat on our faces and stomped into the dirt, one by one like tiny ants. If the people of this nation ever, if they ever woke up and decided to take the responsibility for the nation, that is their right and their sacred duty, this world would be a different place overnight. But how, oh Lord, how to get them to take on that responsibility? How to get them to do it? I mean, you have such, uh, the people of the nation have such an amazing amount of power, and yet no one will use it. No one will uh, take that power and run it out to its logical conclusion. If gasoline prices, if they were too high for folks, if gasoline prices got really high, and this wasn't, even if it was a, an effect of uh, speculators and uh, other prices. If gasoline purchasers in the United States said, you know what, Uh, I'm going to fill my car up today, but tomorrow I'm not buying any fuel. If even half of the country did that, if half of the country said, you know what, for one day I'm not buying any fuel, if they did that, the gas prices would automatically go down. There's no way around it. The people of the nation have such a tremendous amount of power, and yet they are ignorant of it, are not aware of how to use it. If you want something changed, if you want something done different, if enough people get together and say, They want something changed, it'll happen. Look at it. It's happening already. Can't you see it? If people say, hey, we want to be paid, we want to be paid for not being smart enough to get out of town when there's a storm. If enough of them get together and say that, and the government says, oh, Lordy, oh, Lordy, we better get there. We better cut some checks, guys. And they do. If enough people get together and say, oh, man, this, uh, we want some money for our old cars. We want some money now for our old appliances. We want to be able to turn in our old refrigerators and freezers and, and have the government buy them. 
If enough people said that, then the government would just say, oh, yeah, okay, I guess we have to do that now. Because that's what's happening. The only thing is, is nobody's saying it. Nobody is saying it to the current uh, government. The government is just taking it upon itself to do it. What's needed now is enough people to get together to say, hey, knock it off. Stop spending our money so crazily. If you're not going to listen to me, then I'm going to get rid of you. I'm going to get somebody else who will listen to me. The problem is, with most conservative groups, uh, Second Amendment groups, rifle marksmanship groups, is that we're all standing alone. And alone, individually, we can get checked off and stomped down one by one by one. What we need to do is start making sure that we begin making alliances on every level, every single level, from your neighborhood to Washington, D.C. Very easy for you to do. You make sure that the Appleseed program, the Appleseed project that you're working with, has alliances with your state rifle groups, with local gun clubs, with uh, the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts, the uh, Daughters of the American Revolution, the Sons of the American Revolution, with the National Rifle Association, with every single organization you can imagine. You make sure that your local groups are interwoven with each one of them for mutual support. We're going to have to start doing this. We're not going to be able to do it on our own. Now, the Appleseed Project should be an easy sell to these other organizations because the Appleseed Program is a group that aggressively markets itself. We aggressively seek out new members that we pull into the uh, shooting sports. We put a rifles in folks' hands. We teach them to become uh, riflemen, to learn rifle marksmanship and safety, to learn that they are not alone, that they are not just one person who cannot do anything, that they are part of a much larger group of men and women who are dedicated to safeguarding the freedoms and liberties of other Americans. We weave ourselves into a strong fabric that will be able to survive, just like a rope. If you ever unravel a rope, you completely unravel it. You'll see it's made up of hundreds of tiny strands, some of them thinner than threads. Now, those individual thin threads can be pulled apart with ease. Once they're all woven together, once each strand is woven with other strands, and then woven again with others, and then woven again with others, and woven again with others, 
it becomes a strong fabric. It becomes a strong piece of rope. I see some of the people uh, in the chat room, and thanks to all of you for uh, for coming this evening. I see that uh, some of the people are talking about Paul Revere and the fact that one of the things he did was to ensure that all of the groups that he was that he was a member of were interwoven with other groups. If you look at a chart of Paul Revere, you'll see that more than anyone else, he was a tie that bound them all together. He was the one member that seemed to float through all of the groups, all the way from the craftsmen and artisans up to the national level politicians and leaders. He was the one man who seemed to join and bind them all together. And that is where his strength came from. That is where the strength of the nation came from. There wasn't just one group in the beginning. There wasn't just the Committee of Safety or, uh, or any of the other smaller committees. There were dozens and dozens and dozens in Boston. And then there were hundreds uh, rotating out from Boston and thousands across the nation, even then. All of these organizations reached out to one another, mutually supporting each other and mutually defending each other. You as an Appleseed member should be seeking this out. Now, the Appleseed program teaches rifle, marksmanship, and safety. And we also give a heavy dose of American history and American heritage, getting folks to remember what it means to be an American, what it meant to those folks back on April 19, 1775. And that's about as much as we're able to do at this point is to drag in new shooters as fast as we can, get them up to speed, pump them full of American history and the knowledge that now that they know that there is work to be done in the country and they're expected to do it, that they can't sit there on the couch anymore with their remotes in their hands. They can't sit there with their head in the sand and say everything is just honky-dory. that if they're a real man, a real woman, a real American, a real patriot, that they have to do something now. That the responsibility for safeguarding their freedoms and liberties falls on their shoulders. That's what we do. And that, folks, is about all we can do, uh, and it takes the whole 24 hours plus to do it. That's what we do. That's our job, and we are awfully good at it. Now, there are other organizations that do other things. For here in Texas, the Texas State Rifle Association is an amazingly hardworking and amazingly uh, powerful group defending the rights of Texans, and not just Texans, but across the whole nation. They're an amazingly powerful group, the uh, the work they do in defending and safeguarding not just Texans, 
but American Freedoms and Liberties is absolutely amazing. Uh, I would suggest to all the Texas listeners that you become a member of TSRA. I would suggest to all the other state folks listening, you become a member of your state's organization. I would also suggest you become an NRA member. Become a member of every organization that is doing something to help safeguard the freedoms and liberties that we currently enjoy, although it seems that many of them are uh, queuing up for dismissal. Make sure that you're reaching out to the left and right, that you're cementing alliances and friendships, that uh, you go on other forums and uh, become members of those forums. Become a... uh, Become a good member of the forum when you do it, if you do it. Don't just go to the other forum. Uh, yell all about Appleseed and then leave and then do that uh, every time you come in. They'd get sick of that uh, the same way that we would if somebody came here and started yelling about some other forum. But you can mention what we're doing, and you can say that we would like to become an active partner uh, with any and all groups who are working Toward safeguarding the freedoms and liberties of this country. I'm telling you right now, well, I won't go into the specifics of all the icebergs facing us, that the, that the number of current problems uh, mounting are numerous. But the problem with that is they always will be. Until we change the fundamental beliefs, I don't say change the fundamental beliefs of Americans because at its core, Americans believe really the same things. They're ignorant of a lot of things. Until we, uh, until we show folks, until we make them understand that all of our liberties need to be safeguarded. We're going to continue facing uh, these icebergs, is what we like to call them, these dangerous icebergs floating in the water toward our ship. Until we change the outlook of the majority of the sleeping Americans, we're going to continually face these. Until the politicians in Washington and in all the states start understanding that jacking with the rights and freedoms of American citizens is only going to get them kicked out of their office, off their golf club memberships, off their, uh, off their junkets around the world. Until we do that, we're not going to change anything. There will always be new folks coming in saying, here, let's do this. Let's uh, take these rights away. Let's, uh, let's do like the Seventh Circuit Court and decide that, that Americans should not have the right to defend themselves. Uh, defending yourself should be against the law. 
Thanks, Karen, and good to see you. Uh, Karen O is a uh, is a regular here at the Rifleman Radio Show in the chat room, and uh, and we all appreciate the uh, when she shows up and the support she gives for the show, as well as all of the rest of the guys. I see uh, a lot of the folks here this evening. <clears throat> And uh, I want to thank all the folks in chat for the work that they do in helping uh, pointing out newcomers in the right direction and, and answering questions for folks who uh, who don't want to call in. Uh, they will answer the questions there in chat. If, you, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, if you're listening to the show and you're listening by way of uh, Block Talk Radio, if you want to take a few minutes to register, then you can also join in on the online chat you can uh, send a friend request to the Rifleman Radio Show, and we will be glad to list you as a friend. Uh, you'll be able to send messages to the show but, uh, with any uh, comments or requests, uh, and I will certainly take the time to read them. <clears throat> so if you take a few minutes to register, you can participate in the chat and all the rest of the stuff that I just mentioned. It's very easy to do. Very simple, just a couple of quick questions, I guess, to make sure that you're a uh, human and not a spam bot. <clears throat> All right. So if we don't stand together, if we don't work together, then we're going to get crushed individually. If you remember what Franklin said, now, he was saying it as a joke, but everyone knew what he was saying was the literal truth, and that was, for the folks who had signed the Declaration of Independence, he said, we should all hang together, else we shall certainly all hang separately. And he meant that in the most literal sense. I'm sure that there were a, uh, a few nervous laughs when he said it, but he meant it in the most literal sense, and that was... If the group, if the whole group didn't hang together, if they didn't do everything in their power to ensure that independence, the independence that they sought was reached, then the outcome for them was going to be high treason. They'd already signed a document with their names saying, yes, this is us, this is me, I signed this document, I took part in this treason, uh, I live at such and such uh, Elm Lane. Come and get me and hang me when this fails. Because they sure would. If you'd think for a minute that John Bull was going to let uh, any of the Yankees uh, skip away from this, you're very wrong. They were all on death's list. You can read the individual history of the signers and find out what a lot of them went through. They lost everything by putting their name on that piece of paper. And yet they did it anyway. They did it anyway. This wasn't something that they did, and they said, well, I'll sign this, but now I'm curious about what's going to happen to me. Uh, I hope I don't get in trouble for this. No, they knew exactly what was going to happen to them. I'm putting my name on this list, knowing full and well that when I put it on this list and I send out copies across the nation, one's going to get to England, uh, one's going to the governor here in the colonies, and then he has another list that says, hang these SOBs when you catch them. 
and then my name will go on that list too. And they knew, they knew this as sure as they knew their own name. That when they signed that document, they were signing their own death warrants. And yet they did it anyway. They were pledging everything they owned, all their fortunes, their very lives, in a gamble for freedom, a gamble for liberty. And after eight long bloody years, it paid off. So that we can now give it away piecemeal. We can now give it back to the government piecemeal. That we can spit on all their sacrifices, on all that they got for us. Wow. Adam said that the future generations, if they didn't appreciate what had been done for them, they didn't appreciate the sacrifices made by his generation, that he wished he had never done it. I can tell you right now that Adams is sitting there pacing back and forth saying, I wish I had never done it. That doesn't mean our country's done, all right? Doesn't mean we're toast, because we're not. It just means that the time to do something is upon us now. The time to make a difference is now, not later. The time to do something is right now, this minute. And what say you can you do? I'll tell you, it's very easy. Very, very, very easy to get started. You don't have to buy anything. Uh, you don't have to uh, make any oaths, or any pledges. You don't have to build an ark. None of that. Very, very simple. Here's what you do. You go to appleseedinfo.org. Up on the left-hand corner of the page is a tab that says <clears throat> Appleseed. Click on that tab. Go down the list. About halfway down the list, you'll see another uh, tab that says Schedule. Click on Schedule. That will take you to the schedule of events for Appleseed events across the nation. Find a location on a date that suits you. Then go over to the right of that, and there will be two hot links. One says Information. That Information tab will give you any of the, uh, the information for the local event, directions, any state laws, any local laws regarding it. Then right next to that is another one that says Register. If you click on register, that will take you to the third-party software that we use, the Eventbrite software, and that allows you to pre-register for an event. You want to do something now? You want to do something today? You want to get started right this minute? It is easy. I mean so easy, you can't believe it. Go to AppleseedInfo.org. Look in the left top-hand corner, you'll see Appleseed. Click on that. You'll go down to Schedule. Click on Schedule. Go to the far right, it says Register. Register for the event. Get your tickets. And then sit back knowing that you're about to embark on a path. I'm not going to tell you where it's going to go because I have no idea. I have no idea, and neither do you. But every trip begins with a first step, and that is going to be your first step. You want to make a difference in this country? And I know that you do. I know that you do. 
If you didn't want to make a difference in this country, you wouldn't be listening to the show. You wouldn't be doing anything except finding, uh, finding some 30-minute comedy that you could uh, laugh at for a few minutes, have some, kind of, uh, have some kind of drama go on that was funny, and then have it all solved at the end of the 30 minutes uh, so you can sink back into your apathetic stupor. Any of you folks that are like that, that have found the show, I guarantee have already clicked off of this. You've already clicked off this show because that's, it's too much, uh, this is too much disaster for the apathetic types. And by disaster, I mean having to actually pull your head out of the sand and make a decision on doing something. And then once you've made a decision and committed to doing it, actually following through and doing it. Find an Appleseed event that you want to attend. Go. Go to the event. Once you're there, it's going to change your life. Every real American that I've seen that went to an Appleseed event, their lives were changed. Now, it could be uh, from something as little as a person saying, you know what, he's right. The responsibility of safeguarding my rights and freedoms you know what, I, that, that really is my responsibility. Uh, just like uh, ensuring that, uh, I can't say what I was going to say, but ensuring that someone is safeguarding my rights and respons- my rights and freedoms is my responsibility. And then they go home and they, they, start taking, uh, they start taking action on that premise. Although the folks who say, you know what, man, this is, everything has changed now. Everything has changed. All those little things that I thought were important are meaningless. They actually, they actually find themselves in, a, uh, in another form, in a life form of the rifleman's bubble. Okay, you guys know what the rifleman's bubble is, right? That's when you're getting ready to take the shot. When you're down on the line, everything is ready. You're getting ready to take the shot. You've ensured that you have a, uh, a steady shooting position. You've determined your natural point of aim, shifted onto the target, and you're beginning to execute the shot by the six steps. Now, when you do that, you start closing off all of the doors for sensory perception. You start closing everything down, and your focus becomes the next shot. That is all that you care about in your life, in your universe, is the next shot. Nothing else matters, not how hot it is. Not how bad you have to go to the bathroom, not how hungry you are, how hot you are, how tired you are, how much your muscles ache, how long you've been at it all day, how painful the prone or the seated or the standing is to you. The only thing that matters is the shot you're about to take. All of the earlier shots today where you maybe you didn't even hit the target, hit the paper, those are meaningless. The only thing that matters to you at this point when you're locked into the rifleman's bubble is you and the target and the next shot. That is the only thing that matters as you execute the shot by the six steps. If sweat pours into your eyes, it doesn't matter. If you're hot, it doesn't matter. If a piece of brass flies out of the rifle next to you, lands on your slightly damp neck, and begin setting your hair on fire, 
that is meaningless to you. The only thing that matters to you is making the next shot. Well, I've seen people come out of apple seeds in that same frame of mind. The only thing that matters to them is pushing the program, safeguarding their freedoms and liberties, becoming a rifleman, becoming a patriot, living a rifleman's life, living a patriot's life. All right? Don't let me scare you off by saying that that might happen to you, but it might. I've seen it happen time and time again. That's one of the things that that keeps me coming back. Fusing alliances, making alliances making sure that those on the left and right of you are awake. The same way that you do on the line. When we tell you guys the fourth safety rule, ensure those around you are following the safety rules. All right, the same thing goes for you when you're not at an apple seed. The same thing goes for you when you're going through your regular life. Ensure those around you are safeguarding their freedoms and liberties. You're doing your own. Now ensure those around you are safeguarding their freedoms and liberties. Just like the person to the left or right of you can sweep you or sweep their neighbor and pop around off into them, if they're not watching what they're doing, if you're not watching them, the exact same thing can happen to you in in your life. Those around you can let their rights And their rights are your rights also. They can let their rights be taken away. Ensure those around you are safeguarding their freedoms and liberties. Ensure that you're constantly making alliances, that you're constantly instructing. And I don't mean, you don't have to be an instructor. You don't have to be an instructor in training. You don't have to be a member of the Appleseed Program. But once you've been to an Appleseed, once you've read Fred's Guide, once you've listened to this radio show, You're an instructor, all right? There's no two ways around it. You're an instructor. Make sure that you are spreading the word, that you are instructing folks. That is their sacred duty, their obligation to this country to be constantly awake, to sleep with one eye open, to make sure that the rats aren't stealing their rights, to keep the rats and the possums and the raccoons out of the corn cribs. to stop the constant erosion to our freedoms and liberties. That's everybody's job. And I've told you this a million times, I'll tell you again. If you think that someone else, that while you're sleeping in your life, if you think that someone else is taking care of your rights and liberties, you better think again. The same way if you had a big pile of money and you set it out on your curb and you go, listen, guys, <clears throat> neighbors and all, strangers, etc. This is my pile of money on the curb, and I want you guys to help me watch it. I want you all to, I want you all to you know, make sure nothing happens to it, okay? I'm going to go in and go to sleep. Now, do you think that pile of money is going to be there when you come back out? <clears throat> it's your 
your job. It's your responsibility to safeguard your own rights and liberties. You do this by maintaining a constant awareness of what's going on in the country, what's going on with your freedoms and your rights. You can't sleep through it. You've got to read the paper. You've got to, uh, to talk to other organizations. You've got to read NRA, the uh, TSRA. Uh, be aware of uh, what bills are being considered and what uh, laws are being thought about. <clears throat> and then you have to be on a first-name basis with the staff of your congressman or senator's office and make sure that they know your needs and your wishes that you can communicate to them that as long as uh, your congressman or your senator listens to you and does the right thing, that he will have the knowledge that he is safe with your vote. However, if he does not, if he refuses to listen, if he goes against your wishes, that you will make your displeasure known at the booth, that you will vote him out, and you will persuade several of your neighbors and your family to vote along with you. Make sure that they understand that you are not just a single person, but you will do your best not just to change your vote, but to persuade others to change theirs, that you will make it, uh, make it your duty to ensure that votes are cast against his uh, re-election. <clears throat> okay, so if I haven't pounded into your brain one last time, it's the duty of apple seeders to ensure that, that they are taking charge of their rights and their liberties, that they are safeguarding their rights and their liberties the same way that you would safeguard your wallet Safeguard your bank account, etc. That you're checking to see where your rights and liberties are when you put your pants on. That you pop it open, you take a look, say, yeah, the money's in there. The same way that you do with your government. You pop it open and say, okay, let me see, are my rights and liberties in here? And you check it every day. How many of you will uh, go a week or so with uh, never even looking in your wallet to see if any money's in there? Now, I can say I do that sometimes, but only because I know that there is no cash in there. But normally, you're going to pop it open to make sure that the uh, the money, the cards, etc., your identification is in there before you put it in your pocket. That's just a habit. Do the same thing with your rights and your liberties. Don't assume when you wake up in the morning that some cheap nightclub magician straight out of Vegas hadn't slipped into the house and popped your rights and liberties out from under the silverware on your dining room table. Okay, we're going to take a few calls. Uh, if you'd like to call into the program this evening, I think Karen listed the, the number in the chat room. Uh, the call-in number is 347 347- Three zero eight eight seven nine zero. We welcome your calls, uh, and if you, uh, you know, I've been pushing for the last couple of years for folks to use their radio, their local radio, to help get the word out about Appleseed. 
very, very easy. Call your local radio show. Uh, quite often, depending on the, the size of the local uh, radio show, if it's uh, an affiliate, etc., you won't even get a busy signal. You'll get uh, the phone will ring, the call screener will answer, you'll tell them your name, where you're from, and what you want to say, and then you'll just sit in queue there, or you'll go straight on. Uh, I've gone just straight on within 30 seconds, over and over and over. So you can do it. It's very easy to do. And uh, the point that I made last week and the week before and the week before that, one of the things we do in the Appleseed program as uh, shoot bosses and members, et cetera, is we hand out flyers for the events. But I'll tell you right now, the return on flyers is as low as 1% or less, all right? So you hand out 100 flyers, and I don't know about you, but for me, handing out flyers, I can't just put it in somebody's hand and walk away. I've got to sit there and chat. Here's the flyer. Here's what we do. Here's why it's important, et cetera. And you're still going to get a return of 1% or less. That means I do that 100 times, and one guy comes. Now, do I give it up because I know only one out of those 100 are coming? No, I don't, because I don't know where the next uh, the next JB, the next uh, fun sailor, uh, the next VA shooter, the next uh, Bob 210, or or Dragonwood, or Fred. I don't know where the next one's coming from. He might be one of the one one of the uh, 100 people I talk to. So I don't stop. And I also have to adhere to the uh, Appleseed creed of that I continue to do the job. I continue with my efforts. Even though I know, I may never know the results of the seeds that I planted. I do it anyway. But the other side of that is you're getting a return of less than 1% on the flyers. That means you're putting out 100 to get one person. All right, you can call into a radio show, and uh, you can get on the show in less than two or three minutes. And now, instead of talking to one guy on the street corner, you're talking to 10,000, 100,000, 1 million people. 1 million people. How about 1% of 1 million, folks? You know that phone. You call the show and say, listen, hey. I'm a member of the Appleseed Ross Marksmanship Program. We're having a, an event at the NRA Whittington Center. We're having an event in Davila this weekend. We're having an event at such and such. And we want to invite everyone to come. And uh, here's why it's important. And also, women, children under 21, active duty military, shoot free. And you're all invited. Bam! It's done. Eight to 20 days of work done in 30 seconds. Woo! If you want to do some rehearsing, call into the show tonight. I'll take your call. I'll make sure you get on the air. I'll make sure you get on the air. I'll make sure you get a chance to talk. You'll see how easy it is. Do your rehearsing here, and then uh, tomorrow you can call up a local radio station, bam, same thing again, bam, same thing again. Local talk radio is free, 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 free. It's not even nine cents a copy, okay? It's free, El Frio. Give the show a call tonight. I'll get you on the air, Uh, 347-308-8797. 
9-0. All right, now let me get to some of these guys because they've been waiting a long time. Uh, <clears throat> okay, area code 580-278. You're on the air. Good evening, Scout. Okay, who's this? Oh, OG from Oklahoma. Okay, I thought that's who it was, but uh, <laughs> but right in the middle of your your hey how it whatever you were saying, yeah, I kind of lost you for a second. But I was almost sure it was you. <clears throat> I miss you, brother. Welcome to the show. Tell us what you doing. All the usual. We're just uh, working some things in southern Oklahoma. We've made some contacts at the last few gun shows, and looks like there's going to be some more things coming online in the state of Oklahoma before the year is out again. Well, how are things going at the uh, shooting club with the Red Hat? Uh, to be honest with you, I've been told that we've got so many IITs and a few of the guys that are going to go to the Red Hats that I can go ahead and stay home a few weekends and don't have to drive so far, so that was kind of a, a nice thing. But Oxford's really having a lot of good shoots and a lot of good things going on up there on the Oklahoma-Kansas border. Well, who is your neighbor? Uh, he, he called at the same time as you, uh, uh, area code 508 Hi, Scout. Yeah, who's this? This is the Dwarven one up in Massachusetts. Well, I, uh, never mind. That's my dyslexia. Yep, uh, sure is. <laughs> 508 and 580. 508-580, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not wearing my glasses, uh, which I need if I'm looking at something that's uh, four inches from my face. Uh, <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to both of you guys. Let me finish. Dwarven, uh, just, just hold the reins there for a minute while I finish talking to uh, OG, and then we'll get you going. Yeah. All right. Uh, OG? Yes, sir. Uh, you guys are doing gangbusters here. Uh, yeah. Now, what about... And more and more. Every, it seems like every weekend I'm getting more and more guys that just want to step up to the plate to... Uh, a lot of the guys from the Kansas area that did the Eureka shoot have uh, really stepped up and, and took it beyond what I thought they could do in such a short time. And uh, and you are one of the guys that is constantly adding to the uh, the Appleseed presence on uh, other venues, YouTube, uh, forums, and stuff like that. Now, I know a lot of guys are working on the forums and stuff, but you are really... Uh, you are really productive, uh, like a well-fed goose. Uh, well, did you hear what I did with Bob? Did you hear what I did with Bob Two Ten? No, what happened? I ended up going to some of those tactical conferences that I was telling you about, and one of the guys that ran one of the shows, which was Trigger Time Sports, actually went to a shoot in California, hooked up with Bob Two Ten, and gave him a really good write-up, and they actually made it on television as well. No kidding. <clears throat> now, I saw Bob's. Uh, Television interview. Is that the one right. you're talking about? Yes, sir. That's the one. He was, there was one recently that he did, and it was a mm-hmm. really good one. And uh, <clears throat> what was that? Yeah, that was Trigger Time. Yes, sir. Wasn't that it? Okay. Yeah. yeah so you've, been doing, you've been doing a really great job promoting, and uh, you were right there as far as a professional mm-hmm. shooter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was around Rod Latham, everybody from Rob Latham to uh, the man that does the show for the. Uh, tactical defense shows, I mean, if you see it on the hunting and fishing channels, more than likely I rub shoulders with those guys and shot targets with them. Yeah, and uh, there's uh, several folks that I've talked to, and uh, 
Now, are you a member of uh, Sniper's Paradise? Yeah, I've been on that. I kind of frequent a lot of those places just to share what the Appleseed Project has done for me in the competitive realm, and it's taken me to another level to where people are looking at me like, how are you doing this? And like I tell them, spend a weekend with me. You'll shoot just as well. Right. Now, I talked to I talked to one of the guys from Sniper's Paradise today, and uh, and he mentioned that uh, that Appleseed was represented there in his forum, that he knew quite a few instructors and stuff that were uh, Appleseed members or had been to an Appleseed. And... Yep. Uh, uh, we're getting, you know, we're we're constantly moving and establishing a presence uh, across all the the forums and the different uh, shooting uh, across the shooting industry and the different mm-hmm. uh, the different venues. And uh, like I said, right. I really appreciate and respect the work that you do because you got a lot of videos out uh, uh, that you've gotten on uh, YouTube stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. For apple seed and stuff like that, so you've done really a great job, OG. And this is only my first year and a half with the organization. I got many years to follow, so no telling what may happen between now and then. Yeah, now for the before you came to uh, to the boot camp here, though, I remember, uh, and I felt bad about this. Uh, I remember when you first uh, started posting, and I first mm-hmm. started talking to you, and I th- the first thing I thought. Uh, because, you know, you have a different – until somebody has spoken to you, when they read your post sometimes, uh, they don't realize, I guess, that you're posting from uh, a tree stand or something like that. That's uh, right. <laughs> and, uh, like, a lot of times I would see your posts all in capitals or something, and I'd think, what is wrong with this guy? And uh, I imagine for a couple of months I thought, this guy, he's, he's a lunatic. And uh, <laughs> and uh, then I met you. At the boot camp, and uh, and my all my all my reservations were shown to be true. You were indeed a lunatic, and uh, <laughs> you're a good man. You're a good man, and thanks again for all the stuff that you've done. Give a uh, give a quick rundown on what is immediately coming up in Oklahoma, and then also a shout out about uh, if there's anything that you need uh, from the organization. Well, the first thing I know of, we're going to have pretty much until. The first week of November, there's always going to be a shoot in Oxford, Kansas, once right. a month, and it's going to be several in Eureka. But then we also have Salisaw coming Salisaw. up again. Yeah, it, it's, second, it's like September 22nd, 23rd weekend. And then we, uh, anybody that's in this area that wants to go to another good shoot, there's going to be one over there in uh, Yellowville, Arkansas. And I, I went to that one a year and a half ago, and I just had a really, really good time. Now, have you talked to? Uh Sheriff Winnington at Badlands uh, recently, we, because uh, the he, last time he's I still willing to uh, uh, to host his, you know, any of the shoots that uh, we would like to have there, and uh, but I just don't know if that is if that fits into uh, the current locations and stuff. But uh, he, I know that he's still willing to go, and he he was very happy with the Appleseed groups uh, that have been through <laughs> so far. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and try and get one more on the books before the end of the summer's up, but. There's other places that are coming along, too, that we're trying to get the paperwork done. But once it's done, you know, like you said, 60 to 90 days, and it's ready to go. Right. All right. Well, thank you, OG. Uh, and uh, and you can just stay on the line. I'm going to bring yes, uh, uh, Dwarven back, Dwarven 1. Uh, welcome to the show again. Give us a rundown for uh, for your area. 
Okay, well, uh, let's see. Coming up this weekend in Harvard, Massachusetts, we have a shoot at the Harvard Sportsman's Association. Uh, we've got 32 spots pre-registered. Uh, we should we can get up to 50, and well, if we get more, uh, we'll talk to the club and see if we can't open up a third a third uh, a third bay. Basically, they have a lot of different shooting bays, and they give us uh, you know, they give us a couple of them. And like I said, uh, if we need to, we can get another one opened up. Uh, this past weekend, we had a we had an experimental shoot at the Live Free or Die rally in New Hampshire. Uh, that was uh, basically kind of a uh, almost free shoot. It was all of five dollars just to cover the ammunition. We had a big line full of uh, full of loner Liberty training rifles, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we were. You. We were fighting the weather. <laughs> oh boy, were we fighting the weather! Yeah, now listen, I <clears throat> folks were uh, had sent me a couple of the uh, the video presentations that were promoting that. I don't know if you saw any of them or not, but uh, no, I missed them. There was one that I thought was uh, kind of humorous. It said, uh, "Apple seed shoot," and then right under it, it said. Uh, this may or may not represent an actual appleseed shoot. And uh, there were a bunch of guys uh, firing flintlocks and cannons, and uh, folks were running around with their hair on fire and uh, stuff like that. And <laughs> so I would have to guess that that didn't actually represent an actual appleseed shoot. But, well, uh, the, live, the Live Free or Die rally uh, was held on the grounds of the Grand View Inn, and the town of Jaffrey, New Hampshire, was doing everything they could to try and shut down the live free or die rally they they're just they have a real <clears throat> wild hair for the rally and at the last minute they did finally get an injunction against the Grandview Inn holding a quote firing range unquote on their uh on their grounds and uh, I, I want to give a little shout out to the uh, Monadnock Rod and Gun Club because right at the very last minute they stepped up to the plate. They said, "You guys, come on down. We'll have a uh, we'll have a shuttle bus to bring people over there." And uh, it was slow getting started, but we did get some people over there. We did get some did get some new shooters, uh, some people who had already shot. Um, you know, we had families, we had father and son, father and daughter pairs. It was great. Um, and Monadnock, uh, Rod and Gun, I have a feeling that uh, that's not going to be the last time that we're there. I think we're going to go back because they were, they were impressed with Project Appleseed and, and what we were do what we are doing. And, uh, they want to, they want to help us out there. Well, good. Uh, I know that there was a lot of, uh, a lot of worry about the city shutting them down and uh, they'd actually, the, the video I told you I told you about I was watching was actually was asking for donations I guess uh, to help uh, secure the permit and uh, mm -hmm. but yeah uh, they're they're <laughs> as I said the uh, when you saw it uh, yeah it wasn't wasn't any like any episode I ever saw because it it looked like a scene uh, right out of uh, Revolutionary War uh, well and, they had uh, they had some demos at. Uh, they had some demos at the Live Free or Die rally 
uh, every year. With uh, in fact, they 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 reenacted uh, Bunker Hill, as I recall. Uh, I don't know for sure. I, I'm I'm going on what I read because I was over at Manadnock, uh, you know, helping instruct. But uh, so that's uh, but that's in the past. And like I said, in the future, this weekend, Harvard, Massachusetts. Um, we got uh, Crack and I and a, uh, pardon the pun, a Crack team of IITs coming up there. Big team, it looks like. So that should be a good time. And, of course, we're only about 20, 20-odd miles away or so from Concord. So anybody coming up, definitely uh, you know, send me a, a personal message on the forum. And uh, Friday, I'll be if you come up early, I'll be happy to take you over to... Uh, Old North Bridge, uh, it's not that far away. I know where it is, and uh, setting foot on that ground is uh, its an amazing experience. It really is. It was a life-changing event uh, for me to, to stand there, to, to, uh, to be there at that exact place, to know what happened. Now, nobody was shooting at me, but, nope. uh, but I still... My, the hair on the back of my neck stood up, and I was waiting any second for a ball to hit me. And mm-hmm. uh, and God bless them, they all missed. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty amazing going down there. Well, anyway, listen, come, uh, we, we got a bunch got of other stuff uh, in New England. If you got a couple of minutes for me to run down what we've got coming up, I'll tell you what I'll do. Here's the deal, real quick. Uh, I'm gonna you, just stay on the line with me. Sure. And and don't go anywhere. Uh, Dinky just said they got uh, some of the students from uh, Pirate, and uh, I want to get them. They, I guess they've been holding. Uh, everybody's been on been on hold for quite a while. The switchboard lit up pretty quick, but I'm going to grab some of them real quick and get them on the air. But you just, uh, if you don't mind holding, you probably have like the least uh, long distance there, being uh, pretty close to New York. Can you hold a minute? <laughs> sure. All right. Okay. Let me see. She didn't say what their numbers were, so let me just uh, open up a couple of the lines and find out if these are the guys. Okay. Uh, 614-678, are you one of the Pyru folks? Yes. What? Not yet? Yeah, is this you? Yeah, who's this? This is Romeo's Hero. We're in Fresno, California. Okay. All right, so you guys are at Pyru right now. We are. We're at uh, Fresno Rifle and Pistol Club, and I've uh, just finished up shooting for the day. I think you got to shoot last stage here in a second. All right, give us a rundown on it. How does it feel? Everything's been really good. I'm actually here as an instructor this time, but uh, we have a couple of our students here. We have Cal726, Eagle Scouter. Is somebody calling something? What is that? You still there? Yeah, I'm here. I think that might be uh I think that might be CMD. I think I opened up his microphone. I think you did. His, I uh, put it away. <laughs> All right, hold, hold on, Sam. I'll get back to you in a second. I'm going to close your mic. Okay. Wait, but don't saw anymore until it closes. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We've got uh, I'm actually instructing at this at this shoot, but we've got a couple of our students out. We have Cal uh 7 Two. Cal 762, Eagle Scouter, um, Eagle Scouter's wife, NorCal 22 gal, and um, has another husband and wife couple, and 
And uh, Pippi is her name, and his name is Marpat Pippi is her name, and then her husband Nick. Uh, but I'm going to hand it over to Cal first. He's going to tell you about his experience so far. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, this is Cal, and uh, well, I I got my patch in uh, in October last year, and well, I haven't really dry practiced, or I've been bad, and I'm a little rusty, as I can tell, and uh, we're working the gremlins out, so. And how's the weather there in uh, sunny California? It's, it's hot. We actually moved the firing line back underneath the shade trees because yesterday we were all dying. It's 100 right now. <laughs> it's 100 degrees right now. All right. Yeah, but that's a California 100. That doesn't count. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to turn you How is it going with the rest of the uh, the students? Uh, we're having a good time. Here's uh, here's the Eagle Scouter. I'll let you right. talk to him. Howdy, howdy. This is Eagle Scouter at Fresno Rifleman Boot Camp. We have hey, Eagle Scouter. Welcome to the greetings. show. Uh, Thank I look you. forward to meeting you in person sometime soon. Yeah. We look forward how's to that. How's that. everything going there in California? You know, it's going really well. We're learning the guys' method um, for the various parts of the apple seed. Things are a little different, but we're learning a lot. Um, we picked up a rifleman today. Uh, actually, it was a repeat rifleman. Um, we did some new drills on seal that worked out really nice. And the folks have got a really nice positive attitude. And uh, you're right, it's over 100, but it's, it's California, so it's a dry heat. Right. And how is the pace there? Uh, is it a good sustained pace uh, as far as the instructions going? Are you guys uh, reaching your crescendo yet? It's been ramping up this afternoon, and I suspect tomorrow when we start getting into known distance, it's going to be tough to keep up, but it's all worth it. I was going to say, you're on your uh, you're on your third day uh, of rifle marksmanship instruction, which should be close to, uh, you should be close to maxing it out. Like you said, uh, by tomorrow you'll go to known distance, and then you'll start on the, uh, classroom and instruction part, but you guys should be pretty much uh, hitting your mark now as far as the marksmanship is going. Is everybody uh, everybody staying pretty close to being on the same page? We're we're separated out in uh, skill level right now, but the really exciting thing has been to see everybody's scores improving with every AQT. So the skills that are being taught, the gremlins that are being found and destroyed are showing results on the AQTs. Good. Good, because, uh, like I said, by the third day, everybody should be, you should start hitting your stride, uh, unless you're like me, and you, then it's about 12 to 15 days before you get it. But uh, you normally, uh, by the third day, you should be getting into your stride, and uh, the group should be pulling down nice and tight. All the techniques have been uh, given to you, and you, you begin honing your skills uh, to that razor sharpness. And then uh, tomorrow at KD, like you said, it'll, it, it speeds up, and then uh, when you get to KD, of course, it slows back down. That's just the nature of KD because you got to go out there to the target, and then you got to come back. And, but, but it's a different pace. Uh, even though it's uh, slower, it's still a, a good, strong pace. Who else is there? 
Well, the guy's here. Dinky Dow is here. NorCal 22 gal. Uh, Hollywood Marines here. Okay, is this is this your wife's first class? This is her and my first rifleman boot camp, but we've both done previous apple seeds. Okay. A little okay. interesting story. Uh, for her tw- our 20th wedding anniversary, she decided we ought to do a an apple seed. That was the best thing we could do to spend our time together. Wow. So we went to Bridgeport together and did that for our 20th wedding anniversary. So if I wasn't and already married, I'd ask if she had a sister. And she doesn't. Uh, <laughs> one of a kind, and then they broke the mold. To carry it on, even another degree of uh, commitment, you know where she was on her birthday? No, where? She decided she wanted to go to the first California State Instructors meeting so we could meet Fred and the rest of the California crew. Oh, wow. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I can understand that because here's the deal. Uh, even if she wasn't that interested in uh, the Apple Seed program, you are. And a, a, a good husband, a good wife uh, participates in the passions of their spouse. Uh, Fred, you know, they, hey, they, I understand what you're saying, but uh, let's not tell her short. She decided that that's how she wanted to spend her birthday. Well, there you go. That's even better. Okay. That's even um, better. i got Hollywood Marine here. He'd like to give a report. Yeah, yeah. Let me talk to him. There you go. Hello? Hey, Hollywood. How's uh, it going? Good. I don't think I've ever talked to you in person, but uh, it's, no, good no. To, it's, it's good to, to actually put a voice at least, if I can't put a face, at least put a voice to uh, to you. I mean, I've known of you for, I don't know, years and years now. Um, well, I, I wanted to talk to you, tell you a little bit about the first California instructor meeting. Okay. That we had uh, last weekend when Fred and uh, Funfowler came out, and uh, we uh, and the guy and about uh, 20 California instructors, and we decided that the best place that we could do that at was at uh, Yosemite, and we uh, we drove up to Glacier Point and uh, had our meeting and were, were uh, basically discussing what the future of Appleseed in California was and what we could do to get as many people out and, and get the message to with uh, uh, with that beautiful um, you know God's country right behind us. I think it's probably the most beautiful place in the entire country. And um, it was a, a great great day and it was spent with some really good people and had some really good times. So I wish you were there, but uh, I'm sure somebody's got some photos somewhere and they'll post, post it on the board. So Yeah, yeah. Gonna... Please, do, please do get some photos for it, uh, for the meeting and stuff. Post it up. And then, uh, like I said, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen a write-up of it, so if there's not one, uh, make sure that somebody does a good write-up of it because uh, the, the folks in California, let me take this opportunity to let everybody know, the folks in California are doing a bang-up job. Uh, it seems like everything they touch is golden out there, and uh, things are just going extremely well. And they can be a model for the uh, rest of the nation. Uh, we're really proud of everything done uh, by all the California folks. I know that Bob 210 has done a great job in lining the stuff up, but it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened like it has if he wasn't supported by the rest of you guys. All of you got all the guys in California who are making it work, who are doing what they say they're going to do, and uh, and making it happen. 
and God bless you all. It's coming together great for California. Actually, you're absolutely correct. And one of the things that we did at that meeting is the program's been going so good, uh, we actually, it's gotten too big for Bob. So one of the things we did is we actually split the state in half. And the state, uh, the state uh, is now uh, being coordinated in the north uh, by Ball Dragon and in the south by V. And I have to say, both of them are doing an outstanding job, and I, I'm, I'm more than happy and glad to, to follow either one of them because they're both outstanding men. Well, that and uh, I just want to put that out there and, and let that, uh, you know, give them a little uh, applause because they're both doing a, a, a fabulous knock knock up job. Well, it's, as a state grows in uh, in members who are involved in the program and who are involved in the uh, administrative part. Then that's exact. Uh, that's the exact model that you should be looking at. In Texas, we're getting ready to split the state up into five chunks, and just much the way that, uh, like the Texas State Rifle Association has set it up, we're going to split the state up into five chunks and let each of the uh, the five handle their own affairs because uh, there's certainly more than enough to do in each of those areas, <coughs> and. Uh, the same thing with California. I'm sure that as California continues to grow, it'll have to get uh, split again and again because uh, I, I tell you, it, it, a lot of people think that California <clears throat> is filled up with uh, folks who would love no, to love nothing better in the world than to burn the American flag, to trample it, to elect Gaddafi as the governor. Uh, but they are absolutely 100% absolutely wrong. That is just the, the minority, the most vocal of the minority in California. The true California is a patriotic, uh, generally conservative uh, American who is constantly uh, attempting to safeguard their liberties and freedoms, but they're just never heard from. They're ignored, and uh, they, they've been sidelined, and, uh, and, made, and people have tried to make them minor issues and... Uh, and what they don't realize is that is not uh, that's not the way it is in California, and I'm so glad to see that you guys representing there. You know, I, I think a lot of people uh, sometimes forget that California was the home, original home, of uh, Ronald Reagan and and other men such as like Jeff Cooper, and that those individuals were the true Californians and, and true patriots that they were that lived in this great state, and it's a, it's a sad fact that the only people that they associate with California now are, are certain politicians that, you know, represent us in, in Washington, D.C., well, that represent their own interests, not the people, the people's interests. So, right, but, uh, I'm going to... Uh, go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass you off to uh, Dinky. She just got done uh, cleaning her rifle, so uh, <laughs> uh, here you go. It's been a, a great pleasure talking to you, and uh, keep Hollywood, up the good work. Thank you. Thank you very much. Dinky, welcome to the show. Hey, Scott, how are you? Good. Are you cracking the whip on those folks? Oh, and then some, and then some. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were uh, actually uh, pretty excited to actually get a chat with you today, Scout. And uh, uh, a few of them I don't, don't even think knew that you had a radio show until I turned it on. They're like, what is that? And I was like, that's the Applebee Medicine Show. And they're like, sweet, can we talk? <laughs> oh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you did. And... Uh, I'm trying to get the message out to folks. Uh, 
I made a uh, request earlier for uh, if anybody has any uh, tech skills as far as figuring out how to do mass emails and stuff. I need some way to send out uh, send out emails to about four thousand people at once. And, uh, <laughs> and my my program, I thought I would just try and sneak by and do it, uh, you know, on one email, and it just laughed at me. Uh, and the uh, the Blog Talk Radio uh, email program is is completely faulty. So I'm going to figure that out. So we can send messages to each, each of our members, each of the Applebee members. Uh, so let us uh, give us a, a rundown on how things are going in California. I know it's 100 degrees, but it's that uh, it's that wimpy oh. California 100. So it's probably more like uh, 70 here in Texas, right? Well, see, okay, well, first day I got here, it was like, you know, high 80s, something like that, and I guess it was raining, and I guess rain's a luxury because we're kind of like in a desert area. Right. I'm like, this is fantastic. I thought you guys said it was going to be hot and all, you know, this was like Ohio, this is fantastic, and they're like, dude, it's freezing cold here. <laughs> I'm like, this is only going to last for like a day or two. I'm like, oh, please tell me that's not true. <laughs> well, today was the first day that it actually started getting hot, and I guess it's not really hot yet because it's only 100, so... <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's gonna get a lot hotter. But uh, no, yesterday we were out in the we were out in the sun, and uh, whew, these guys were starting to wilt, and it was it was brutal yesterday. So uh, the rifles today, the rifles were like so hot you couldn't touch them; they were literally flying on the line. So I'm like, wow. Oh, they took me to a store. They took me to a store out here, a gun store, because they wanted me to go look at the gun store. And I went to the gun store, and I was like, you guys have a gun store? I didn't think that that could happen in California. And so we're looking around, and they're like pellet guns, and then they're like little twenty two rifles that look like real rifles, but they're not. And I'm like, there's no real guns in this store. And they're like, we know, it's California. (laughs) No kidding. There were no actual rifles in there? Oh, they had rifles, but not they they not like uh um the, I, I guess in Ohio you go into a gun store and you see all kinds of stuff. Every rifle ever made ever you can see on the shelf in a, in in the gun store. And these were rifles that looked like real guns, but were like conversion kits for like twenty twos. Uh, because uh, the real rifles weren't you. They couldn't have them in the store. The real rifles. Right. And it was like walking into a. Uh, like a toy gun shop, almost, and I'm like, these, these aren't real guns. I mean, twenty two is a real gun, but you know what I'm saying. Right. These, these point, they, you know, you know. I think the only thing they had there that was uh, um, an actual rifle was an M1 carbine, and that was it. And I was like, wow. So, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a strange sight, and well, uh, kind of made me sad. That, that, that's a sad. lesson. That's a lesson for all of us. Is that. Uh, that that can happen anywhere. That could happen anywhere. They could do that anywhere, and they could keep on going past that, uh, just like the folks have done, they've managed to do, to a lot of folks out in California. You know, I talked to Bob a while back and to a couple other California guys, and uh, they go, listen, it's not that uh, Californians, that it's not filled up with folks who like to shoot. It's just that uh, a lot of the folks who do like to shoot have been made to feel uh, that they have to keep it, uh, they have to keep it hidden in the closet. They have to keep uh, the fact that they like to shoot, not that they like to hunt, or that they're, uh, or, or that they want to kill anybody or anything else like that. Just the fact that they like to shoot, that they like to compete in uh, rifle marksmanship events, has been such a stigma that they they're they're forced not to talk about it by the vocal uh, minority. That's that's kind of that's kind of how it seems. And I was like, oh, this is terrible. 
they're like, yeah, we know, uh, you know, we're not in Ohio. And I'm like, but that's terrible because you're in the United States. <laughs> so it, it's a very sad thing to actually go and, and, and see this. So I was like, wow. You know, it, it kind of opens your eyes and it gives you a new perspective. Now, are you guys on the 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 uh, California DAR range? Um, we're in Tyro. And speaking of that, um, we're not in all in Fresno. Okay, we're in Fresno. <laughs> is this a dark? This is no, dark. It's not a dark, but Tyro is a dark. Tyro is a dark. No, we're at we're at Fresno gun range, and it's really nice here. But this actually isn't a dark. And uh, oh, the students here wanted to make sure that you knew how to say. Piru. Is it Piru? Piru. Because uh, they swore you say Peru, and they wanted to point that out. <laughs> I, I might have let it slip a couple of times, but usually I say Piru. I, I Is that right? Him, I said it's just Scout's fantastic Texas draw. <laughs> so that's all it is. I, I might have done that a few times, but I try and say Piru, uh, California. That is so funny. I told him I'd never heard you say that, but uh, I I uh, I told him I said all right. I promise I'll I'll, I'll mention. <laughs> yeah, I have I have heard other people call it Peru, California, but uh, I try uh, to make sure I call it Piru. Uh, so that's not the that's not the DAR that uh, has. Uh, let's see, Bob was telling me that it's the DAR that the next door neighbor is the guy from Cold Steel. Yes, that's correct. Okay, because I know that he yep. forged. Uh, a friendship with him, an alliance with, with those folks. And uh, that's what I was speaking about earlier in the show, is to make sure that, that we get it across to all of the folks, uh, all of the apple seeders, that they should be constantly uh, seeking out alliances with other groups, other individuals, uh, et cetera, to strengthen uh, the, uh, the fabric of safeguarding our freedoms and liberties. It seems like you guys are doing a great job of it there. So what's, uh, what does it look like for tomorrow for the uh, full distance? Well, I'll tell you what. You want to chat with Guy about the full distance? I'm sure he would know. Yeah, let me see. Let me talk to him. Tell him what's uh, on the schedule tomorrow for full distance. How you doing, Scout? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, hanging in there. You? Oh, about the same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about. I'm hanging in there too. Uh, I miss you, brother. Well, I guess uh, we're going to actually end up on full distance on Thursday and Friday. Uh, Wednesday was reserved by the uh, local police, is what I understand, or high power, something like that. So we're going to be on full distance on Thursday and Friday. Bad news. The good news is is it's uh, apparently a pretty good full distance. I guess we can get out to 800, so we're going to see if we can't take that challenge. Well, that sounds good. How many folks will be uh, – how many folks are there all together? <laughs> All together, I'd say probably have about 10 or so. Um, got quite a few uh, instructors and instructors in training who are getting sharper, and they're getting a lot of trigger time. we got some uh, new students. we got one brand-new person, and then we have uh, several who've been to Appleseeds before who haven't quite taken the plunge, but I'm hopeful. Yeah, well, as far as hopefully, they will, hopefully they'll get some time, too, because I know that uh, here when we do the uh, full distance that uh, I try and get everybody – uh, on the line for uh, when we're doing the uh, full distance at the Rifleman's Boot Camp. Trying to get everybody on the line uh, except for uh, one line boss and uh, usually well, like one one or two RSOs, but to get everybody else on the line, all the instructors, along with the students, to make sure that they're getting a chance to shoot uh, full distance 
uh, when the uh, students are? Oh, believe you me, we are going to uh, definitely be sending uh, numerous uh, large rounds downrange, and uh, <laughs> I doubt anybody would miss it for anything. <laughs> we have lots of trading off. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be lending out my 14 to several people, so we're going we're gonna to have a good time. Well, listen, when they get through with it, just box it up and send it uh, to me. I'll be glad to uh, to put a few rounds through it for you, too. I, I'm sure you would. I'm sure you would. You know, I keep on trying to get down to Texas just so I can let you borrow it instead of this, like, long-term thing you're discussing. But. <laughs> well, your brother, you're, you're welcome here anytime. doesn't have to be an event. My home is your home. You're welcome anytime. Sounds good to me, brother. All you, right. uh, who all have you talked to already? Uh, I think I've talked to most of the folks there. Well, uh, how would you like to talk to the girl who just cleared the red coat for the first time today and was just positively ecstatic about it? Let's hear it. Let's get her on. All right. You're going to be talking to uh, Pippi here. Hold on a second, Scout. Okay. Hey, talk to him, Pippi. Hi, Scout. Hi, Pippi. How are you doing? Congratulations on cleaning the red coat. That's no small feat. I'm sure you understand that. Yes, I do. Because, I'm very uh, happy about it, and I'm I'm looking for making riflemen this week. Well, I I'm sure that you will. If you can clear clean the red coat, then you can make riflemen. The uh, shot 208 today. There you go. All you need is just to make two more points, and you can get 210, and then you can take a swim in the nearest body of water. <laughs> just took a cold shower. It was it was close enough. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you know that uh, that's an old tradition with the uh, with the Appleseed program. Uh, 210 is required. It's required to make uh, riflemen. But usually we say if that's all you can give, if that's just all you can squeeze out is just the bare minimum, then uh, usually we uh, we give you some kind of a uh, some kind of a water reception for that. So I know that we'll be, make, we'll, we'll be going for 211. Yeah. I, I I hope to squeeze that out and then then keep going. Well, that that sounds really great. I'm really uh, proud of your accomplishments, and I know that I know that you are proud of what you've done because no matter what people say, that uh, that learning to master a skill, that setting a challenge for yourself, such as cleaning a red coat, is no small feat. Setting that challenge for yourself and then accomplishing it is a huge goal. It's a huge uh, difference in somebody's life. The first time I cleaned a red coat, uh, it was no different than uh, getting my driver's license. I mean, uh, it was a huge accomplishment, setting a goal and then achieving it. Uh, and I'm really proud of what you've done, Pippi. Well, thank you. Uh, you looking forward to the uh, actual distance? Yeah. Yeah, um, it, it'll be a change, and so far I've mostly been shooting 22, so we'll see how my accuracy goes on the on the larger ammo. All right, and what are you going to shoot when you get to actual distance? What is your um, battle rifle? Um, not sure yet. I I I I've tried a 223, but um, you got a 14 for you. I was going to we'll say get, get get the guy's rifle. Make him commit right now to uh, lending it to you for the actual distance. Ask him. Tell him. Tell him you want to use it for the actual distance. I, I'm sure he's more than happy to help me use it. That's right. We all want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that you're going to do great at it too, and uh, I'm really proud of you. Not just for, not just for cleaning a red coat, Pippi, but 
but for saying, you know what, uh, I'm going to go for uh, eight long, hot days out in the California desert, and I'm going to use this time uh, to to learn rifle marksmanship skills, to listen to and learn uh, about American history, and to make a decision to do something about uh, providing for the safety and security of my freedoms and liberties. That's a huge thing. That's a, that is a huge uh, commitment, not just in time, but in, uh, in making that commitment to do something about it. Uh, and that places you already in my book uh, at the very top of the list, at the top of the 99.99% of your fellow firearms owners. In my book, Pippi, you're at the very top. Well, thank you. I think I'm going to pass you back to Guy now. All right. Guy told me there's apple juice wires in the on gun store today. Uh, apparently, um, during a uh, shopping trip or something cold to drink, like uh, they brought back shakes for them. But apple seed flyers in the shop. Now the question is, did the person in the gun shop know what apple seed was, or were they just dropped off? Oh, he recognized his shirt and said, "Hey, I've seen those flyers somewhere," and pulled them out and showed them to him. Oh, okay. Well, good. So, Anyway, Good. word's getting out. Yeah, my family, uh, the other day, when they got home, they couldn't wait to, to rush in and tell me, all seven of them, that uh, they had seen a man on the highway, they'd seen a man on a motorcycle wearing a uh, apple seed T-shirt. Oh, and, uh, that's great. You know, <laughs> I've been waiting to go up behind somebody somewhere, anywhere, during all my miles I travel, who had an apple seed sticker Somewhere other than on the way to the range. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them to get those apple seed stickers on their vehicles so I know my fellow people when I'm out there on the road so I can smile and wave. <laughs> well, this guy had on an apple seed T-shirt, which is, uh, you know, unmistakable, on a motorcycle. And uh, and uh, she said, that, my wife said that they were all uh, yelling and waving. I'm sure he had no idea what they were you know what they were doing. <laughs> That's great. That's wonderful. Boy, I keep on waiting to get that happen to me. Oh. <laughs> well, God hey, bless uh, you for what you guys are doing out there. Uh, oh, it takes, we, we're having a good time. You know, we won't miss it for anything. You know, I just told Pippi how much uh, I appreciated her commitment to it. And let me tell you how much I appreciate your commitment to it. You're and the rest of the instructors. Because I know full well, uh, Guy, that you're that right now you're not feeling at the top of your game, and neither is Dinky. And yet you guys are still you're still making that commitment to get out there in the sun and uh, and work all day long each day to do what you're doing because that's what you feel is important. And I want you to know how much I appreciate that. Well, thanks a lot, Scott. That means a lot to me, and. Uh... You know, it works both ways. You know, we appreciate what you do with the radio show and with that range you built on your own property down there in Texas and uh, all the struggles you're going through, and I just want to say it works both ways. Well, thank you. And that, and the, the guys, Tiffy, and now the guy and Dinky, of course, I'm not going to say they're like the everyday folks because they're not. They're way too, uh, they're way too insane and uh, and uh, and dirty. Uh, from never taking a shower because they're always on the road from one location to the other, uh, living out of their car like homeless people. But, uh, but, but in fact, the truth is, is that there are a lot of Americans like that who decided to, you know, to take, 
to, to take this opportunity to do something to help their country. And just and, and the guy and Dinky are just two of the ones that uh, you know have taken it to the uh, to the level that we should all be taking it to. And uh, and Lord knows I respect you both for that, and I love you both for that. And of course I love you and miss you just because you. Yeah, because I love you guys, and uh, we know. I love you too, Scout. You're the greatest star. And I, I can't <laughs> wait to see you again. One of the bad things about being a uh, a master instructor or a, uh, a high level senior instructor uh, is that uh, because uh, because you only need one at uh, any given location, at any time is that uh, usually we don't get to see each other because. <laughs> Because That's the worst part us. about being good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we were hoping you know, you'd be here for the meeting. We, it, we were hoping you'd be here for the meeting. Yeah, well, they don't. That, that would be the only chance that we get to see each other usually because the rest of the time they figure that we're not going to, you know, we don't need two at the same place. So you guys all put up. Well, you know, speaking of that, it's uh, my understanding that we're going to have the uh, sexiest flyboy in the RWVA here this weekend, and uh, JB's going to be swinging down. And if so, that's going to be uh, two masters in the same place at the same time. I don't know if there's anybody from California listening, but if you got the opportunity to learn from JB, you need to take care of it and get down here right now. Yeah, so, listen, not, uh, not just that, but just like what the guy said, JB, he really does look like he belongs in California, doesn't he? He's got I, he does. He does. He's too good looking for the rest of the country, <laughs> isn't he? He, is. he comes. He'll you know, come Slinging in there with his California surfer looks and, uh, <laughs> and just, uh, I wonder if he's working in. <laughs> he's probably in the air somewhere right now, but uh, he's another he's another one of the crew that uh, that just does an amazing job. And uh, and Lord knows I love him like a brother too. Uh, he's out there all the time. He's always on the job. Uh, if he's not flying somewhere, he's on the job somewhere. Uh, and and that's. That's part of what being uh, an Appleseed instructor is and committing yourself to the program. And Lord knows that uh, I couldn't ask to be with a, a better group of folks than the people that I've met uh, during my, my term as, as an Appleseed instructor. Every single one of them have been top-notch and, uh, and the best folks in the world. I tell you what, you can't take a cross-section of American cult with this many good people. So what are you guys going to end up doing tomorrow? If you can't do the uh, the actual distance tomorrow, what do you guys have planned? Well, we got several people who are just knocking on the door saying, let me in, let me in, I want to be a rifleman. And uh, we got a couple people floating in the 200s. We had a 208 today, and I tried to find that extra two points, and I just couldn't do it. And I think we're going to have some uh, high success rate tomorrow when we get down there on 25 and start cranking out those QDA QTs. All right. Well, guys, thanks for what you're doing out there. Thanks for getting uh, the getting the uh, students onto the uh, the program because uh, I know that they're excited. Uh, we did this uh, back in November with the uh, the students from the boot camp here, and they are excited. They're ready to go uh, as a new instructor and uh, and right in the middle of a boot camp. Uh, usually everybody's flying on cloud nine. Uh, they're tired, but they have the energy, uh, you know, propelling them forward, knowing that they're doing uh, an amazing thing, that they're doing something that is changing their lives. And uh, it was great to
to hear that, and you can hear it in their voices. It was great to hear that. Great to hear that in your voices uh, also, you and Dinkies. God bless you both. Is there anything that... Uh, Anything that else you want to get out? Anything that we can uh, that we can try and get for you besides our prayers? Well, I always take the prayers, and in the meantime, I would say everybody needs to keep on keeping on and uh, get to the nearest apple seed. See what you can do to help out. We need all we can get. All right, well, Guy Dinky, all the rest of the uh, California crew there at uh, at the RBC there in California. Uh, Bob 210, V, Eagle Scatter, everybody, thanks for everything that's going on there. And uh, and congratulations for all of the accomplishments. And uh, we look forward to all of the guys that are there, all of the uh, new instruction stuff doing great things uh, in the future in California. So you guys take care. God bless you all. And uh, remember that we're here every Tuesday, every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Central. Sounds good to me, Scott. Take it easy yourself, and uh, looking forward to seeing you again as soon as we can possibly get together. All right. Love you, bro. Love you too, brother. Take care. Wow. Always great to hear from uh, from the folks in the RBCs because uh, they're really excited. They're revved up. Uh, they're right in the middle uh, of an eight-day course, and uh, <clears throat> and I'm not kidding when I tell you that. Uh, they go into an RBC is a change of life event. I'm not kidding you in the least. I guarantee you that's what it is. Uh, whether or not somebody's going to be able to look at you on the street the next day uh, after you get out and say, man, that guy's life just got changed by something, I-, I don't know. But I can tell you inside your own mind, you will know that that happened. All right. Uh, let's see. Sam? Hello. Did you get through building your ark? I'm not building an ark. I'm building a a, a trainer. That's rigging up a laser on it, kind of neat. Ah, okay. You, you got to quit tricking me. You can't put me on without letting me know. Well, I didn't realize I'd done it. The the <laughs> the, the uh, cursor, the software here with the uh, switchboard <laughs> the program. Uh, if you let, it's constantly refreshing itself, right? So if you let the cursor if it happens to move over uh, a hot link and refresh at the same time, it just it comes on. And then once it comes on, then uh, it's gonna, just going to stay on. So I couldn't even click you off because it hadn't gone through another cycle where I could click it off. So, and you just uh, decided you were going to finish that arc there and then. So <laughs> I have to ask you something now. Yes, sir. Every time I dial in, this real pretty red coat lady comes on and says. If you want to talk, press 1. And I figured I had to press 1. And now I find out you can tap in any time I'm dialed in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what happens if I'm out here doing more picturesque speech? <laughs> well, I do that. Usually I do that. Uh, and I guess I'll let out a secret out here that uh, <laughs> that I really I probably shouldn't let out. But I tell folks to call in, and they can just listen if they want to. You know, they can just uh, – they can – uh, click if they want to come on and uh, and click if they don't want to. And uh, what I see on here is I'll see a little bitty human hand up beside their number with an X to it that says no. And uh, and I, just, <laughs> I don't pay any attention to that. I just go straight over to the number and uh, click on and, and get them on the show. Because 
almost to the almost to 100 percent. Once they're on the show, uh, once they're talking, you know, they they got something they want to say. So I just I'm just <laughs> helping them. I'm helping you guys Re- realize your potential. All this time I've been listening to that really nice voice on this English lady, and I find out that she's lying to me. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, she's not. I mean, she she's doing her job. She's just she she should just be saying, uh, yes, you can trust me. Yeah, you can trust me, but don't trust the guy on the other line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she comes on. I, I don't know. I don't think anybody else could hear her, but uh, like she'll come on during the the program sometimes, and I think I'm the only one that can hear. You know that she'll be telling uh, like what amount of time has passed by. Uh, you know, just a little while she'll come on and she'll say, uh, 60 seconds left, and uh, or 90 seconds and 60 and 30. You know, it's just start counting down the show and stuff. I don't think that anybody else can hear her, but uh, I hear her in my headpiece. Uh, so how's things going in New Mexico? It's fantastic. Uh, we're getting ready for our, for our atomic hot shoot this weekend, and uh, and we can make that claim because we've set them off here. You know, we play with atom bombs here, and we're going to get some atomic heat. I've got uh, 13 people pre-registered, and I suspect I'm going to get a dozen walk-ons. I have a great crew of uh, IITs coming down, and my favorite two young ladies, Willow and and Claire, are going to be shooting with us again this weekend. And uh, we're going to have a great time. We're going to make some riflemen. We're going to learn some some good American heritage, and it's just going to be a great weekend. Well, that sounds wonderful. Listen, I've been thinking about uh, uh, I've been thinking about asking some of the folks, like at this next Texas meet, <clears throat> if they want to bring some stuff to uh, to trade at the end of the day on Sunday, or maybe uh, Saturday night. You know, just. Uh, uh, like adding in uh, some kind of a uh, – because most of the people who come here camp and stuff like that. I thought that maybe uh, at the end of the day Saturday or at the end of the day Sunday, just asking folks if they wanted to, uh, you know, toss a bag of trade goods on the table and uh, let folks uh, trade around before they leave. I think that sounds like a pretty good idea. I mean, everybody has plenty of stuff. Now, a lot of times either I – go, either I throw stuff out, or uh, Mark Alonzo has several times before. We've just thrown out a big bag of stuff and said, here, everybody, just go through it and take what you need. Uh, Mark, of course, uh, now I did that uh, a little while back w- with Mark Alonzo, but uh, I didn't let everybody else paw through it first. I'd gone to a, a, a garage sale, and I picked up, uh, I don't know, I think it was uh, eight of the Colt uh AR-15, 20-round mags, uh, or maybe it was four of those and four 30-rounds. And then uh, I think it was either two or three of the special 40-round uh, magazines. Uh. And then uh, and then the pouches for all all of them, everything, et cetera. I got it for five bucks, and uh, I just gave it to uh, Mark Alonzo because he just, he just got run all of, all of his uh, M14 stuff and gone to the AR. Uh, but uh, we do that quite often, and I thought that maybe uh, maybe that could be an added thing, just saying, uh, listen, guys, if you want to bring a bag of trade goods, I don't mean like setting up a garage sale table or anything, but just like a, a bag of stuff that you're willing to trade and uh, have the folks uh, 
after the apple seed, not during it during the day or morning or anything, but afterwards, having them, uh, you know, have a chance to trade stuff. That that would work out pretty good. I uh, I came into an extra ten twenty two stock that way a while back. Uh, I collect them so I can bob them off and pass them out to juniors. And uh, I think it might be a good idea if folks have a a few extra parts laying around or a magazine they're not using or a couple of slings they're not using for one reason or another. They want to bring that out and work something out with somebody. I think that's great. Yeah. Well, it sounds like uh, you guys have a great uh, a great program going on there in New Mexico. How are uh, uh, Talos Clock and Blue Feather doing? Well, they're recovering from their last Raton shoot. Uh, that's always a pretty good one for them because it's a long drive up, and they stay an extra day and play with uh, play with the service rifles on tin sheep and stuff, and then they come on back. Uh, Raton's just about as far away in New Mexico as you can get, and they drive up there every month. Uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna take over Whittington. I think Bluefeather's trying to find a way to trade the soap company for Whittington. Oh, really? I, I think she, she, she'd like to get her hands on Whittington, yeah. Well, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Well, uh, I'm going to bring another, uh, another... Well, I said I was. Oh, here we go. I'll bring another fellow on the line with this... Uh, this particular person has the uh, little human hand with the X up on it. We'll see if we can get him to talk anyway. Area code 818-359, you're on the air. Yeah, this is Bob Tutan from California. Hey, Bob. Welcome to the show. I don't know if you were listening, but we just got through talking uh, with some of your crew uh, there at Fresno. Yeah, I just caught the tail end of that. Sounds like they're having a good time. We, we just uh, got back from uh, having that first California leadership uh, instructors meeting out there. Well, that sounds like and, it was uh, terribly, wow. just terrible. You guys had to uh, to be in one of the most uh, beautiful areas on the face of the planet, uh, visiting in the company of uh, fellow riflemen. How terrible that must have been. Yeah, I think even Fred was impressed, I think. Never can tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, no, we had a, we had a great time. And uh, it was our, our, our kickoff to splitting the state up into our uh, southern half and northern half, and quite honestly, uh, sometime next year we'll be splitting it into thirds with a yeah, northern, so I was central, just talking and, and to southern. Hollywood yeah. about it. I said, I, I know that uh, that at the rate that it's growing, it's going to have to uh, to continue splitting because, uh, uh, because thank goodness and, and thank the Lord that you guys are just doing absolutely amazing things in California. I mean absolutely amazing. God bless you all for that. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. I guess uh, folks coming out to the shoots can see the value there and and uh, getting involved. And we got 50 instructors here now. And then uh, what Kool Aid just had uh, had a Pyru shoot this last weekend. He picked up three more riflemen. They all donned the orange hat. Wow. So I think that puts us at 53. So yeah, it's exciting seeing it all happen. It's it's pretty neat. I actually called up to uh, to start putting the word out. We're going to have our third uh, rifleman's boot camp here in California in November. And that's going to be November 8th through the 15th, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna have the pleasure of having Ornell and JB come up to teach it. Oh, that's gonna be great. That's, that's gonna, gonna be, be pretty great. exciting. 
Yeah, Ornell and JB, two of uh, two of our best instructors, uh, and uh, of course all of the master instructors, yourself included, uh, you know, are great instructors. Uh, and uh, I, I wish I wish I could just go from master instructor shoot to master instructor shoot. Uh, you know, uh, being able to not just uh, uh, not just visit with the folks, but uh, but to learn because. Uh, anytime you're with uh, with folks of that caliber, you learn a great deal. I don't care how uh, high up on the ladder you are, you learn a great deal, especially from folks uh, uh, from folks like old Leathery Ornell and uh, Hollywood looking uh, JB. Uh, you're going to learn oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Now, compared to, now you've seen JB, uh, Bob. Compared to the rest oh, of yeah. the folks in California, he would fit in quite well, wouldn't he? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's like a movie star, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you, I know they're twisting, uh, twisting Son of Martha's arm to come out also with them, and that would be just an absolutely outstanding shoot. Uh, if we can get the pre-reg numbers to that point, that would be pretty fun. That would be. Listen, he's a great guy, great instructor. Uh, that would be uh, absolutely amazing. Now, I'll tell you, my whenever my first boot camp was with uh, JB and Santa Martha, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Santa Martha is just an amazing instructor. Uh, I respect him immensely uh, for his rifle marksmanship knowledge and uh, and his knowledge uh, of the uh, of the workings of the country. You know, its its beginnings and uh, and the workings of how the country came together and. Uh, and then uh, uh, I always tell this story. I don't know whether he uh, whether he gains any uh, uh, satisfaction from it, but uh, you know he uh, he runs the shoots uh, like a a very driven man. Uh, he uh, he keeps the time uh, maxed out. Matter of fact, if you look at the bottom of my post, uh, you'll see one of the the signatures that I made there. He didn't say it, but I just credited it to him. Was that uh, that 60 seconds was too long for a minute. That he was going to find some way to trim it down to 37 seconds, and uh, <laughs> that's the way it is when you're working with him. He makes every minute count, and uh, I sure hope you guys do get him to come out there. Yeah, we're looking forward to this next RBC. It should be a pretty nice one. It's actually the week of uh, of Veterans Day. In fact, I think Veterans Day falls on a Wednesday that week, which. I think it'll allow more people to maybe make it out and be able to take the week off with a, with a day off in the middle anyway. Well, that sounds great. Uh, I'll keep hitting it. I'll keep pushing it here. And uh, anything else that we can do for you as far as uh, uh, helping to get the word out or uh, getting the stuff in California? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the next, the next big exciting thing is uh, we are actually going to have shoot in the San Francisco Bay Area. That's going to be coming up on uh, September 5th and 6th at Chabot Gun Club. And, boy, that's going to be, a, I think, a pretty stellar shoot. We've already got 20 free regs going for that. And, wow. Uh, well, you're probably going to need a lot, a lot of the rest of the apple seeders out there come up to provide security for you guys. <laughs> I knew you couldn't let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I, was watching, I was watching a documentary about uh, – about the San Francisco area, the California area, about the universities and stuff there, and how they had been uh, burning the ROT off, ROTC offices and throwing everybody off campus and uh, outlawing, uh, trying to outlaw firearms there in the San Francisco area. 
that is a pretty amazing feat that you've accomplished, Bob. Yeah, it's a pretty premier uh, gun club up there that uh, that we're uh, hooked up with at the show. We're looking forward to it. I think it's going to be outstanding. Uh, you know what? The, the the proof is in the numbers, and the fact that we've already got 20 pre-regs in that area um, seems to me typically here in California, there's there's more shooters here than what people realize. No kidding. 20 pre-regs for the RBC already. That's on RBC. Are you talking about Apple far? Are you talking about just for the San Francisco shoot? For the San Francisco shoot, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm gonna say so that's that that says a lot in itself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, listen, guys. Uh, I want to thank you both for for calling in. Uh, for everybody tonight, all the folks in the chat program, all the folks who called in. Uh, God bless all of you, and uh, we hope to see you again on uh, Tuesday night, this next Tuesday, at uh, 7 p.m. Central. Thank you all for uh, for participating, and uh, and we'll see you this next Tuesday night. Good night, uh, Bob, and good night, Sam. Good night, and thanks for being there. <laughs> all right. Okay, you take care, brother. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.